Welcome to Authentic AF with Aaron, powerful conversations for aspiring leaders. I always strive to bring on guests that will push the limits of what you think is possible for you in your leadership. The goal is to create a shifted and transformed perspective on what it takes to truly lead and inspire. If you think you have what it takes to be Authentic AF, then come join the Facebook group, Authentic AF with Aaron. Thank you for listening and enjoy today's show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Authentic AF with Erin. Today, we have a super exciting guest with us today. She is just a wonder, a total stand for transformation and heart-centered work. Her name is Regina Huber, and she is the CEO of Transform Your Performance. She drives inclusive leadership and female advancement, and she has experience that's quite global and has had many, many experiences at big corporations and um, you know, working with a variety of groups. She's multicultural and multilingual transformational leadership coach and consultant for inclusive diversity, a global inspirational speaker. She's an author of the book, Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine. She is really, really in the space of self-empowerment, mindset, heart set, uniqueness. I know that that's something she really loves to talk about is the idea of uniqueness body and energy consciousness. She really is somebody that I've really enjoyed having transformational and heart-centered conversations with. And so I want to make sure that you um, know just you know how, how epic it is to connect with people that have this kind of worldly experience because a lot of us come from you know, whatever backgrounds we're coming from. We may not know what it's like to work with people across the world. And that's what I love about Regina. So Regina, welcome today. I can't wait to have this exciting conversation with you. Thank you so much, Erin. It's always such a wonderful pleasure to speak with you. I always have so much fun when I talk to you. Absolutely. It, you know, if it was any other way, then it's like I wouldn't keep uh, inviting you back. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been such a weird couple weeks here. You know, we're recording this around the time of kind of the end of month one and a half of coronavirus pandemic and you know, things have kind of settled down a little bit, but I know that there's, there's been a lot of energy shifts. And so maybe just, you know, talk a little bit about what you've been experiencing because you, you're, you know, I think you live full time or at least part time in New York City, but you're actually in Mexico right now. So maybe tell us a little bit about what your experience has been like. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, and welcome to everybody who's listening. I um, came here to Mexico. Yes, you're right. I'm uh, based in New York City. I, I have been based there for about eight years now after living in Brazil and before that in Argentina and some other places in the world. So um, I came here about a little more than a, than a month ago now because I was sort of in the midst of uh, changing apartments, but I hadn't looked for a new apartment yet because I had a lot of travel, uh, you know, in front of me, or that's what I thought, right? As so I was supposed to go to Rwanda, then uh, most probably from there to Kenya, and then I had just uh, signed a contract with Nigeria, was in conversations about another bigger project in Nigeria, and uh, also an event in South Africa. And after that, I was supposed to speak in Kansas City. So all of this, of course, now has been canceled or um, indefinitely postponed, to call it something, right? 
So all of a sudden, I would have found myself without an apartment. And of course, um, you know, um, I had sort of a hunch. <laughs> My intuition told me uh, it was not going to be a good moment to find an apartment. And of course, all the indications were, were you know, pointed uh, toward that that possibility as well and it already was looking although you know we're not in lockdown yet actually but it was looking as if the the airports would close down at some point so I said okay what am I gonna do I had an invitation um, that had been extended to me before uh, you know for a while ago a while before all that happened and so I, I said okay I'm, I'm just gonna keep that invitation for now and go to Mexico and then we'll see and my plan was of course to, to travel back to New York on April 6th but that didn't happen because the situation uh, got worse uh, or more to well, <laughs> what is worse or better anyway but um, you know it got uh, it, it was aggravated and so I decided to stay here longer and now of course you know there's a lot of uncertainty I was just talking about that this morning with with my uh, apartment mate <laughs> and uh, we're saying you know, I don't really know when or where I can travel right now so there's a lot of uncertainty that a lot of people are experiencing of course apart from the cancelled uh, engagements business opportunities that we all as entrepreneurs had worked uh, so hard for and had put a lot of time and, and effort and energy into. So all of that is now, you know, gone for now. Uh, I always trust that there's something coming up again in the future that some of these opportunities can be resumed or that something else comes instead. But of course, you know, this is the immediate, the immediate situation and we have to find a way to move through this uncertainty and I think this is the biggest challenge for most people. There's a lot of information, there's a lot of confusion. I always say though, confusion is the first step to clarity, so it's better to be in confusion than in ignorance and in a lack of awareness. Um, and uh, I, I think, you know, soon we should know more, uh, but it's, it's a process. And uh, in that sense, at least, we're all in the same boat right now. Um, so yes. That, that would be my long and short response at the same time. Oh, no, I love, I love hearing people's stories. I mean, sharing experience has just been something that has become really present for me because I've always enjoyed sharing experiences with people, but I've always been so used to relying on that, you know, I'm in the same room or the same space or uh, things are more certain. And so you talked about a couple things in there I want to touch on. The first one was about the, you know, the connective nature of things that like we, we may have had like certain plans or, or things that we had to um, coming up like events that we expected were going to do certain things for us. And then all of a sudden, you know, whammo, have to really pivot or shift things that we previously might have assumed were kind of set. And so like dealing with that creates a lot of anxiety, you know, whether people want to admit that or not is like, you know, a whole nother topic. But the, the idea of what you said about confusion versus um, like uh, ignorance, mm -hmm. so huge. Because when you, when you have a sense and an awareness that something is not quite right, so few of us are quiet enough to actually either presence that, like feel it in ourselves, or know that that's kind of like the early warning signal to maybe I should slow down for a second and, and honor this, not stay in it too long, but allow yourself to feel your feelings. Because there's a lot of, of stress right now that even though we are disconnected physically, 
at the energetic and kind of quantum level of things were still very much connected. And so sometimes I was finding myself feeling like I wake up, like maybe I had a great day before and then I'd wake up the next morning and feel like I feel really sad and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I know I'm not depressed. So like what's going on, but it's that interconnectedness that even though we're like so far apart or, you know, you six feet apart or whatever, however far apart we are physically from people, we are still feeling the associated impact of this globally. And so, you know, economies have stopped. All this stuff has stopped. People are freaking out. They don't know what the future is going to hold. It puts us in the fight or flight. So, like, I know that you're the, the, the master of this. You are, you're a wizard of, you know, consciousness and getting into our bodies and our hearts. Like, how would you, how would you recommend to somebody who's feeling these things, like, how do you manage through these types of confusion type situations? How do you treat them as information to, to shift? Right. First of all, I want to say I totally can relate to waking up with this anxiety and, uh, you know, and this uh, feeling of uh, sadness sometimes, because especially as highly sensitive people, you know, like you and me, we are very intuitive, but it's also the shadow side of it. We also pick up all this energy really easily. Right. So I have to bring myself back in the morning, oftentimes into my own trust and into my own inner being as well. Uh, and I'm having the same experiences. You're not the only one. And, and, and a lot of people, also my clients, they, 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 um, they comment similar things. So in their sessions, they talk about similar things. So what we need is tools. We really need tools to in the morning, first thing in the morning, get grounded, get really connected with our inner being, with our inner power. Yes. So a lot of people do that through meditation. Of course, you know, quieting your mind in a time of extreme anxiety is even harder. <laughs> we already have a hard time oftentimes to quiet our minds in, in, in what we call normal times. Now, um, now it's getting even harder. So what I have found really useful is to do guided meditations. There are a lot of free guided meditations, even also healing meditations on YouTube right now. Really not hard to find. So that's something that I do. And then I also remind myself to, 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 to really come back to that original trust, I call it, right? This trust that I have survived so many things in my life. I have gone through so many experiences that if I'd known about them before, I might've thought I could not move through them, but I did. So I can move through this as well, yes? So one thing though that I do wanna also point out that it's really important to listen to that intuition, to give it some space, not just to come back to a place of inner calm and to be able to keep our immune systems intact and stay healthy, both emotionally and, and physically, because they're both connected anyway, right? So, but also to not fall into this hurt thinking. So yes, hurt immunity might be something good and, and beneficial, but hurt thinking is not. So really shape your own opinion. There's so much information. As I said earlier, it's really easy to get confused. You might have a strong opinion about one point of view and that's okay, but also look at other uh, information that it might not have seen and really then shape your opinion. Don't just fall into, you know, 
what what everybody says. I, I think that's always a, a risk in situations where everybody's afraid and where, um, or not everybody, but you know, where, where it's easy to to fall into panic and into fear, because it is true that fear is the biggest virus right now. So let's remind ourselves of that every single day and really do our part for ourselves, for those around us. And, and, and for our communities to not fall into that trap. And, and center back into you know, our heart centers. Our, uh, you know, I just recently uh, wrote this article, Heart Set Over Mindset. When we are too caught up in our minds, it's, it's hard to become centered again and grounded and, and strong and really be in that place where it becomes a little bit easier to be joyful, to be compassionate, to spread the love that is so necessary right now. You know, I, and, and also if anybody wants to read that, that blog, it's on my website, transformyourperformance.com on the blog page. It's um, the, the, the latest uh, post right now. I'm definitely checking that out right after this episode. That I mean, that that whole knowingness or trust. I, I, there are so many so many things in there there that were so so important, so wise. Because the other part of this is that we we get to accept as a part of our experience in this world, experience of our life, is that it's ever unfolding. And I, I have this feeling that people think that you know, as the onion layers come off, somehow they're going to come back, you know, you know, it's like once it's kind of off, there's something else that's exposed and bubbles up. And so, you know, and, and right now we're obviously in this type of situation where it's intensified, but when we go back to a semi-normal, because nobody knows what it's going to be like, but a semi-normal type of routine in the future, you know, what you were talking about dropping into the knowingness of trust I, I have had some very powerful moments for myself in the past couple of weeks about, do I trust myself? Because really that's what it comes down to is like, can I trust within me that I can either react to this or whatever? And when you were talking about how people, it's very hard for them to get out of the head. You know, I had an experience with this very recently where it, um, it was the breath that brought me back. But here's the, here's the kicker, you'll love this. I couldn't do it alone because I wasn't aware of how it was from the outside looking at me versus me feeling it from the inside out. And this is why connection and relationship is so critical, even in a situation where you may feel like you are alone and now it's rather artificial, right, imposed. But the idea that we, we expand in, in an uh, infinite way when we are connected and allow love and support to be there for us. And there's so many of us that, that, that maybe they classify themselves as introverts or other things, but they're, they're very much in the head and, and um, you know, feeling like they don't want to energetically give out. But if one of the things in an energetic sense is like this transfer of energy is almost like a love. And so that allowed me, because I was on a, a virtual Zoom with somebody, that allowed me to kind of break through whatever head trash I had in my moment, you know, that was locking me up. Like I literally felt like I couldn't respond. I was so triggered by something that had happened. And this person really dropped me by facilitating a way for me to like breathe into my being again 
and trust that even though I felt like that ever looming threat or fear that I might have had was like present and very real in that moment that that's more my mind and uh, physiology reacting to my uh, you know whatever filter of experience I've had trauma whatever you want to call it and and that part of like dropping into yourself a lot of people like poo poo meditation or, or other things but it's like the base core of meditation is usually breath <laughs> I don't know how yes. you feel about that but it, it is like so critical <laughs> And it helps when you have a facilitator, you know, and that you don't do it by yourself. And so I think that it's really something people, um, you know, get to get curious about and explore is like, who do I feel like um, gives me unbiased feedback or can help me get out of my head and into, a, you know, a shifted state? So uh, it's important to, to distinguish between suppressing fear and moving through fear. Okay, so I'm not a, I'm not for suppressing fear at all. Uh, we we need to acknowledge it because anything that we suppress in terms of emotion gets stuck. And and uh, you know emotions have of course a function, and all emotions have a function, but not over not necessarily over an extended period of time. That's when they become can become harmful to our immune system, to our you know to our thinking as well and to our mindset but also to our general well-being so what's important is to recognize that we are experiencing this fear and then finding a way to move through it and breathing of course can be a very powerful uh, tool for that so that this fear doesn't transform into panic and uh, yes, and there are various ways of breathing, right? Breathing just more deeply and into our bellies is, of course, always helpful because when we are in anxiety, we breathe in a shallow way, just into our chest, and that's uh, just not having the same physiological effect of calm. And there's a lot of science to that, which everybody can look up on the internet. But also, really, because we're talking also about heart today, really breathing into our hearts, right? So breathing into our heart area, if you practice this over an extended period of time, and again, there's a lot of information from experts in this area on the internet, you can really open up your heart and you can create that deeper connection with other human beings. And it has an effect on, 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 on your communities and on the world. Uh, as a whole, you talked about interconnectedness earlier, Erin. And I love this because we've been so much in denial of this interconnectedness and it's now time to move out of that denial. We are now seeing that we, we are, even if we are physically a distance, we're still connected because we're picking up a lot of that anxiety. We're picking up also the, the opposite though. So if we practice, and a lot of people practice this heart connectedness, then we can pick that up as well as a, as a, as a, as a whole, as humanity. That's why it's important to do this, not just for ourselves, but also for others right now and for the planet. There are, you know, exercises online, and but basically, it's just really breathing and focusing on your heart. And uh, a lot of people, also and experts, talk about heart coherence. They even measure heart coherence. What is heart coherence? Heart coherence is really the harmonious synchronization of several systems in the body. For example, right? The, well, of course, the heart, but then also the heart with the with the with the head brain. We actually have we, we talk about three brains. The the, the head brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain. So when I say brain, uh, you know, it's all of that really. So I want to make this distinction. So it's, it's about systems in the body, coherence, 
and lung systems, our respiratory system, our blood pressure, our heart, our cranial brain, you know, everything really. But uh, when we talk about heart and brain coherence, it's, it's, it's basically about cranial and heart. And, but it has an impact on the respiratory system. It's very complex. This is why it might sound a little bit confusing right now, but you, again, you know, there's a lot of information about it on the internet. It's about, we, we can do exercises that bring this coherence about and that have then a positive impact, not only on our emotional stability, but also on our physical stability and on our immune system, because again, it's all interconnected. We are holistic beings. We are not one thing one at one time and another thing at another time. So that's why it's important to, to do those breathing exercises, to come back to your question, and also to focus on those different kinds of consciousness in our body, because our body has consciousness in different parts of our body. Yes, um, our liver has its own consciousness, our heart has its own consciousness, and when we really focus on our heart, we focus on compassion, we focus on kindness, we focus on love, also stuff, big part of it is self-love, we focus on caring and, uh, and uh, good intentions towards others, all of that, empathy, uh, with others but also like to really transform my empathy into compassion because for those of us who are over empathic we really also have to be a little bit careful to so that our over empathy doesn't then backfire and, and weaken us right um so yes so so this is why it's so important to, to focus on breathing to focus on your heart and uh on, on, on this inner trust, on this inner power. I, another center that I really like to, to breathe into is my solar plexus, because that's also where we most easily can access our confidence, our, our, our personal power. And it's really important now to feel confident that we can move through this, that we have the strength and we have all it takes to move through this. Absolutely. There are so many points in our lives, you know, when we're growing up as children into puberty and to, you know, college and to, you know, adult life. And, you know, there are many instances where we feel like it's almost like the end of the world, right? You know, our world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then when we get in a situation in the future that feels uh, kind of similarly, it's almost like, you know, we, we can't see beyond the horizon, but it's not so much about seeing beyond the horizon as knowing that you've overcome all the, uh, in the ground covered before in, in the terms of like the resilience. And I loved your breakdown of the physiology, you know, like how the interconnectedness within our own, you know, human systems is so important. A lot of people get confused, like, why does it matter, uh, gut health with immunity, um, you know, being in the, uh, you know, heightened nervous state system, like fight or flight versus um, the rest and digest type of, of state. And, and I love the way you describe that, because even though it is a lot of information, I think you, you said it in a way where I was like, oh, okay, I get it even more, you know, and it's like, the more open we are, the more curious we are to, hey, what's that? And what, you know, things that we don't know, that that applies to looking beyond the horizon, too, is like, well, okay, you know, I, 
I may not know what's over there, but I can trust that I've, I've kind of been through these other things and, you know, I'm a survivor. I can get through this. And I'd never really thought about it like, uh, like that. So, you know, one of the things. Yes, resilience. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. Um, no, I just wanted to quickly uh, add, add this thought about res resilience before you even said the word. I said, I have to mention ah, resilience because it's really, you know, all these yeah. previous situations have, have prepared us to move through this as well. So that we have built resilience over the years through our experiences, right? So that's just an additional thought I wanted to put Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And, and it's, you know, one of the things I love about the work that you do is you also have had um, kind of associated and peripheral therapeutic things going on too, like mm -hmm. yoga and dance. And, you know, there's a lot of value in shifting by being able to discharge some of the tension and energy, even though like we, we get to process it and move through it. There's also, you know, really powerful ways to kind of sustain us. And it's almost like, uh, you know, taking your vitamins or, or supplements during the day, you know, when you allow yourself to move your body, it activates a lot of systems and things that really help with uh, processing, you know, at, at the uh, interconnected level. Absolutely. So I uh, am signed up today for two dance classes later on in the day. <laughs> Give me an example. Yesterday <laughs> I did a live yoga session. I know that a lot of also uh, pre-recorded pre, um, sessions, of course, online, both about dance and yoga and other things. Uh, I personally like the live ones because then I really schedule it into my calendar and then I'm just going to be there. Yes, and this week, you were talking earlier about, you know, we all go through phases. Um, and this week, I feel like I have to take a step back again at some point and really give myself some time. Last week was a very highly productive week for me. This week, I have noticed that I have a lot of very important uh, calls, but they don't take up all my calendar right now. And I have to make this time. It's time again for me. That's what my intuition and my heart is telling me. So today, I'm doing two of those. Yesterday, I did a yoga session uh, mid-morning, which was live. And uh, I've also signed up for some one-on-one uh, some -on -one dance classes again with my regular instructor from Dongolo Dance. I'm very excited about that because I had been thinking about it for a while and said, oh, it's so hard to see on, you know, on the screen and blah, 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 but it actually works and, I, and, and it's working fine. And I'm glad I signed up for some of those as well because it brings also that personal connection back with other people that I cannot regularly see right now. It's also really a way for me of creating that heart and brain coherence on the other end, you know, because uh, it's not only about meditation that we can bring about positive change in our systems. And to me, that is, that is dance uh, and uh, that my, regular yoga practice. I do more dance and yoga, but I also do yoga. I think there are many, many ways. Some people work out, some people run around the blocks. I know, I know it's also important to sometimes get outside. So if you have an opportunity to get outside, get your natural vitamin D. <laughs> I'm lucky in that sense because I'm in a place where I can really walk easily. There's hardly anybody around. I'm in, in, in nature 
I hear the birds chirping. I see the lizards running around. So, you know, I'm in that sense, I'm very blessed right now. I even have a bike that I can take from time to time, go on a bike ride. Not everybody has that right now. However, if I were in New York right now, I would go outside around the block, keep your distance, you know, I, I, I'm not making the rules, <laughs> so follow the rules that you need to follow, but also make sure that you get movement into your body, or if you prefer to do it in your apartment, but get movement into your body. Our body needs to move. Our body is not meant to sit all day only. And now we have to maybe make a little bit of an extra effort. And uh, if you let me, I would like to say something else is totally unconnected to this question actually, but I want to go back to really mention a fact about the heart that not everybody knows. So a lot of people who are listening here might know that and then it's, it's, it's a way to remind ourselves that our hearts have about 40,000 brain-like cells. So those cells create their own networks, yes, and they even sync while they are connected to the cranial brain, to the head brain, they also they call it something think independently of the head brain. Uh, your heart creates the strongest bioelectrical and, and magnetic fields in your body. That's really important to remember. But if you don't pay enough attention to your heart area, you know, those, those fields might be impaired and, and, and it's really important to also take good care of our heart health right now. Your heart can even survive for a little bit without the head brain. That's, that, I thought that was really interesting. So it has this really strong bioelectrical and magnetic field that it creates. And the more you support that, the more you support yourself, your entire being. Yeah, it is really quite beautiful when you think about it, that everybody talks about the heart and the, uh, like, come from your heart. And I think for many years, it's been my experience that people think it's just, uh, you know, like a, like a metaphor or something. <laughs> There's actual, like, the science yeah. around it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, it has a consciousness. It's not just a, a physical pump and uh, an analogy. It is all of it, right? It's, it's, it's all of that together. So when we say somebody's heart is in the right place, you know, it has a certain meaning. There's so many expressions. If you just Google expressions with the word heart in them, uh, we also know that the word courage in many languages is related to the word heart, right? Cœur, uh, courage, in French, uh, there's so many. Uh, all these different uh, Latin languages where, where the two words are very closely related, even also in German, the old word for, for, for courage, which is now mood, but it was, it used to be beherztheit, and it's still something that we understand, and it's, it's so close to the word herz. So, um, you know, you could, you could make a huge list of, of languages where those two words are related. So definitely also a place where you can find courage right now and uh when we say somebody uh, follows their heart you know it's really about you're know, really doing what you are what you want to do what's aligned with your intuition your purpose 
but aligned with your calling, what you're here for on this planet, rather than what's expected of you by other people. So there's a lot of, of course, expressions with the word heart in them. Heart centers business owners. <laughs> you talk about that a lot too. Uh, and uh, yeah, we could go on and on about yeah. expressions. <laughs> No, well, you know, actually, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed because we we're almost at time here. But I, I just want to, you know, because everybody's so passionate about the work that they do. And so I kind of want to ask you, like, a little bit about you and your experience. Like, what was the pivotal turning point that you really awakened to knowing the power of the heart or wanting to learn more about it? Like, what was the story there? I would love to know. Well, as I shared with you before, I went through a very painful experience about nine years ago uh, with a business partner that cost me my business and all of that. I'm not going to go into the details because I've shared this a lot of times, but of course it was a pivotal point in my life and it really took me to what I'm doing now. And uh, it made me move from uh, to a different continent, you know, really build a brand new life and network and business. And uh, in, in that process, I think, of course, you know, I'd done some of it uh, less consciously in the, in, in the, in the previous past. <laughs> and I'd always followed my heart when it came to, oh, I'm just going to take this risk and I'm just going to move to a different continent with just a dream in my heart. Uh, I'd always done these things, but I hadn't done them as consciously. And I think that's what, what I learned through this process to really know how to use this inner power, in order to even connect with it consciously, not just, oh, because I, I, I have this curiosity that, that pushed me out into the world and that, that, that brought about this adventurous spirit in me. I was actually, I grew up as, a, as an extremely shy, sorry, as an extremely shy girl. And it was that curiosity initially, but now I can use all of that much more consciously. Now that I have the tools and knowledge, I have informed myself i have studied many different uh, modalities methodologies and and uh, and read up on on a lot of different content so i've brought it all together into this broader uh, wisdom and knowledge which then also flows into my business into my coaching into my approaches um, also the conversational intelligence that i studied also very heart-centered in a way and very co-creation centered and uh, neuroscience based at the same time so it all really flows together mindset is very important it's a big part of my work but it cannot exist separately anymore for me without the heart set i think we need to have both heartfulness mindfulness you know, it's all connected. And when it's ideally connected, that's when we get the most self-empowerment from it. I love that. And so, um, you know, I know you are always constantly doing things and maybe like share what you're kind of up to right now um, to kind of close us out here and, you know, how we might connect with you afterwards if people, uh, you know, want to learn more. Sure, yes. Yeah. So I'm doing some... Uh, uh, sessions for, for companies right now to help specific cohorts and especially also always women to uh, cope with uh, the situation. Also other cohorts that are usually 
more adversely affected by crises in general, uh, for example, underrepresented minorities. So that's something that I do with organizations. On an individual level, I'm also offering a specific, almost, you know, very, very highly discounted to, to say something I don't usually like the word discount, but right now I don't find a better word because it's really what it is. Uh, sessions uh, where I uh, want to support people in a 45 minute private coaching session online, um, followed by a 15 minute follow up call so that they can keep working on their own in between and, and it's available at a very special rate. Um, it's not even 20% of what it is usually. So uh, and this is available if they want to look it up at transformyourperformance.com, which is my website. So transformyourperformance.com forward slash transform April 2020. Yeah. So transformyourperformance.com forward slash transform April 2020. I was going to say, if somebody's listening to this, you know, and it's not really, uh, you know, April timeframe, just, you know, uh, be mindful of that, but still reach out to Regina. I'm sure she would, you know, be able to, um, you know, uh, honor some level of this with, um, you know, folks that listen to the show. Um, but uh, yeah, this is just definitely some, you know, weird times here. And we certainly appreciate your generosity and really taking a stand for people to, you know, awaken uh, consciousness is really what it's about. And, and like you said, kind of the, we didn't talk about it specifically, but the uniqueness of each one of our experiences and what we can bring and uh, create just by, uh, you know, the self-care and the responsibility and what we're involved with and, you know, being bold and courageous and I, I just love chatting with you so much. So I want to thank you so much for being with us today um, and, you know, keep rocking it out and stay safe and have, have uh, you know, a nice walk in the sunshine for me. I hope you find one of those lovely butterflies down there. You know, they have tons of them in Mexico usually this time of year. Yeah, so I have seen some. I ha we have a lot of birds here, really beautiful birds, that's for sure. And of course, and I love the, the iguanas and the yeah. lizards too, because they're so, so interesting. I even saw a crocodile the other day, a live crocodile, right, wow. literally next to me. So like a, a few meters, you know, I still think in meters, <laughs> a few feet. <laughs> like it was appropriately socially Maybe 15 feet, maybe 15 feet. <laughs> anyway. So that was quite an experience. So I will do and uh, stay well, stay uh, uplifted. And uh, yes, and I hope to talk to you soon. And to everybody who's been listening, I'm very grateful for this opportunity to inspire you. Please do reach out, uh, find my website, find me on LinkedIn as Regina Huber if you'd like, wherever you'd like to connect, I'm there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Regina. And thank you for listening today. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's show. And I hope that you had a few aha moments or maybe even a breakthrough. The goal is to share that with somebody that you know and that you respect or that you care about. That's how we create the ripple effect of leadership in the world. The show notes contain the ways that you can connect with both myself and the guest. Don't hesitate. We absolutely love connecting with you. If you like what you heard, subscribe so that you don't miss out on any more amazing podcasts that I drop. I hope that you have an amazing kick-ass day and thanks for tuning in to Authentic AF with Aaron. See you next time.